the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody, or welcome Saturday morning to you. My name's Mark Salem, and we're here for the next two hours talking about car and car repair stuff. I've got Andy, my daughter, sitting next to me. She actually runs the operation. She's in control of the money. She's in control of her brother. Yes. Is that pretty clear? Yes, and you. <laughs> and me, too. Okay. Okay. That's Or the at least to... trying to keep you two in line. In line. Well, I understand that. But I want to talk about something on the serious note. Okay. Okay. Years ago, you know this, I met a lawyer named Matt Wright, mm-hmm. and we, were, we worked cowboys together, and he was a real cowboy. He was a real roping and riding and spitting cowboy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was kind of, he was my mentor. So anyway, I, you probably remember this story, but we went to New Mexico, a bunch of us. Now, when you go to the ranch in New Mexico to work cows, we have, they have 20 or 30 giant pastures, and they move cows from each pasture to the other as they eat the grass. Mm-hmm. So our job is to bring all the cows in to this area that has, in the middle is this square box with six doors. And then there's like six or seven big, huge arenas outside that. So the idea is is to sort the cows. And so you shove the cows into this little square box that I was in. And uh, you, the little the babies, the wieners, we call them, that are six months and older that we want to separate from their mothers so they don't draw any more milk. The wieners go into door one. The new babies go into door two. The bulls go into door three. Get the picture? Yeah. Okay. So... Wayne, who owns the ranch, has invited all of us to go down and work cows. Well, he makes it sound like it's special, but he needs hands, okay? (laughs) So Matt and I go down. Of course, we drive down. It's four hours. We leave Friday afternoon. We get there. There's a little bit of fire. There's a little bit of whiskey, and we go to bed. Then we wake up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. We have breakfast. We're saddled up by 4.30, and we're heading out at dawn. Our job is to bring in about 300 to 400 mother baby cows and 12 bulls. The bulls don't like it real well. Yeah, I I don't know why. (laughs) And our horses don't like the bulls real well. So we head on out, and we're working cows. And now we push the cows up against the fence. I want you to picture the fences on the right. Mm -hmm. The cows are in a line to the left of the fence, and the cowboys are in a line to the left of the cows. So the guys at the back of the herd are the green guys. They're swallowing all the dust, Mm -hmm. okay? That's why we have neckerchiefs. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks it's to keep the sun off the back of our neck. It's to put over our face for dust. But the first cowboy should never ride his horse past the first cow. Because if he does, the cows will all turn left Mm -hmm. off the fence, and that's called chaos. (laughs) And and everybody's using bad words because the first cowboy passed the nose of the first, and then all the cows run away. So anyway... 
we come to this one we've got a bunch of cows in this one pasture and wayne the head honcho says to matt and mark matt wright you mm -hmm. know matt wright they says to matt and mark uh you guys go out the fence there and when we shove the cows out of this pasture you keep them up against the fence well we're ready, but we're watching inside, and these guys are having a rodeo trying to get all these cows to line up. So they're yelling at them and hooping them and all that kind of stuff. So Matt and I kind of lose sight of what's going on. We're just sitting there BSing, <laughs> and the next thing you know, there's there's 200 cows running at us. <laughs> we're completely unprepared. Some of them get past us. The rest turn around and run over the cowboys behind them. There's lots of christian words being exchanged I'm with everybody sure wayne says to matt and mark he's cussing at us go over there to that water tank and don't come i don't want to see you till i call you so we know we're in big trouble so we go so it's kind of like an adult timeout oh it in, in a very <laughs> big way it's an adult timeout okay. so we we go over and you know you're leaning you've been in the saddle all morning long mm -hmm. so you're leaning against the water tank and you kneel down and put your butt on your boots mm -hmm. but you have spurs on oh, nice. <laughs> so there's a problem there <laughs> so we're laughing and we're talking about the gosh we're 35 45 years old and we haven't been in timeout in many years mm -hmm. so finally wayne calls us back and we all get back we get done we're done about four or five in the afternoon. We've been in the saddle all day long. We load up our horses and we head back to Phoenix. We stop in Wilcox at the Burger King and we eat cheeseburgers and we eat lots of Motrin and Ibuprofen because mm -hmm. yeah, we're really bad. Yeah. So anyway, you know that Matt and Mark are a tad ornery, but you know that Matt is a lot better than Mark, your dad, when mm -hmm. it comes to picking and choosing his battles. Mm -hmm. So Matt... Right is married to Kim, and Matt is exactly the kind of guy you hope your daughter brings home, but Matt's already taken. Mm -hmm. Matt's married to Kim, and Kim is equally imp as impressive as Matt. She passed her CPA examination, and then if you remember, she gave birth a few hours later. So she's tough. Matt was a lawyer in a big firm in Phoenix. I work with lawyers every day of my life, and I know what a good one sounds like and looks like. Matt has always been firm, honest, kind, and he was as skilled as any lawyer, skilled better than many of the lawyers that I have come to know. Back many years ago, your mom and I, Mark and Renee, were starting Salem Boys, so we had already experienced many of the successes and failures to bring a new business out of the ground. Well, Matt decided to leave the big firm and open up his own firm, so Mark and Renee spent time with Matt and Kim sharing our failures and our mistakes. We got to know the Wright family very well by listening and watching Matt and Kim make decisions. But as you well know, Andy, in my world, my small world, Mark Salem's small world, I choose to separate most folks into two groups, givers and takers. Mm -hmm. Matt and Kimberly are givers, and I've never met anybody who thought otherwise. I only wish I had as many friends as Matt and Kimberly did. On February 19th of this year, Matt's dad, Dr. William Wright of Gilbert, passed away. Matt and Martha's storybook marriage spanned 15 years, and they have three kids, and Math Matthew Wright is one of them. My friend, Matthew Wright. Their posterity includes 23 grandkids and 48 great-grandkids, and Matt's dad, William Wright, was born in Tulsa. He lived in Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona, and he ended up in Page, where he finished his high school career as a three-sport athlete in football, basketball, and baseball. He met his beautiful wife, classmate Martha, who would become his wife in 1960. He played on 
and this is Matt's dad again. Mm -hmm. He played on Phoenix College National Championship football team, and then he earned his BS degree in education at ASU. He, his entire education and his entire career was centered around Apache Junction, where he was the head football coach till 1974. Then he became principal, and then later that year he was named superintendent of schools. He earned his doctorate degree in 1982 and retired in 1995. He was a lead author for a national educational publications and earned high honors, including Superintendent of the Year for Arizona, and he was a nominee for National Superintendent of the Year. He was a professor and a department chair at NAU from 95 to 17, and he mentored hundreds of students through their doctoral programs for over a, a half a century. So if those 23 grandkids, and now I'm speaking, if those 23 grandkids and 48 great-grandkids of Dr. William Wright and his wife Martha come from the same stable as Matt and Kimberly Wright and their kids, then the world's getting better every day. We'll be back. Hewlett has a suggestion to fill the National Security Advisor position. Can we just appoint John Bolton as the National Security Advisor, Mr. President? Can we just do that? You don't like leaks. You do like order. You've got to get information from all the agencies. It's got to be handled fairly by competent people who understand the way the world works. Can we just please move to Ambassador Bolton? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky and have type 2 diabetes, $500,000 of term insurance should only cost about 100 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-383-2104. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. If you want affordable term life for you, call Big Lou at 800-383-2104. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call Term Provider at 800-383-2104. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-383-2104. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The bitter divisions in American life currently stem 
from politics as much as from differences in race, religion, or economic status. Even tightly connected subgroups endure internal conflicts over President Trump and his policies. Jewish Americans, for instance, represent less than 2% of the national population, but that community includes some of Trump's harshest critics, as well as members of his staff and family and some of his strongest supporters. Any serious effort to unify the country must proceed one group at a time, and a good place to start would be rejection of absurd charges that the president himself is any sort of Jew hater. As Israel's visiting prime minister accurately observed, Mr. Trump has a long, unmistakable history of support for the Jewish people. Even if he fumbles questions on anti-Semitism at press conferences, his actions speak louder than any clumsy words and deserve acknowledgement from all friends of Israel. I'm Michael Medvedev. So I'm a dog and I just got adapted by this new human guy and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the (laughs) ShelterPetProject.org. Welcome back, everybody. It's, uh, let's see what the time is, 16 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Andy Salem sitting here next to me, and we're talking about cars and car repair. Thank you for uh, for allowing me to say what I had to say, but I did I did make, make a mess of something. Uh, uh, William and Martha Wright's marriage was 56 years, not 15 years that I said. I just uh, transposed a few numbers, and so I made a mistake, but... William and Martha Wright had been married 56 years um, when Mr. When Dr. Wright died uh, in February of this year. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Auto Service. They've been fixing cars right and caring for their customers since 1972. Why would you choose IMM Auto Service? They're in the northeast corner of Tempe, just south of the 202 and west of the 101, so they serve Tempe and Mesa and Scottsdale as well. IMM will prioritize your work. They'll tell you what you need and don't need, what you can wait on and what needs to be done now. They offer a good warranty. They have ASE Master Techs, and they work on anything in your garage, domestic or imports. But they specialize in Volvo Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo. They can still work on your Honda, your Toyota, your Chevy Ford, and your Dodge. But if you have a Volvo and a Dodge, or a Saab and a Ford, or a Fiat, I don't know why you'd want that, but a Mm -hmm. Fiat and and a Honda, or an Alfa Romeo, then... IMM Auto Service would be perfect for you. They're close to ASU. IMM Auto Service. You give them a try. All righty. What's new in your world? Nothing much. Nothing much. Pull up your mic just a little bit for me. Um, Is that better? Yeah, that's okay. better. You're probably causing Gil to have his... Um, he said he's got noise behind us or something like that. Yeah. Do you hear anything at all? I'm not hearing anything okay, through my I'm headset. But... Where is that piece of paper that we had from that lady that had that um, uh, that estimate. Oh, it's it's right there. Right there? Yep. Okay, on the ground? No. Right here? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, uh, on the back side of that. There you go. Okay. Is that the one you're talking about? That's it. That's okay. it. Okay, folks, this is the deal. The lady goes into a repair shop, mm-hmm. and the repair shop says that you need $1,356 worth of work. Right? 
1356 yeah. Actually, with sales tax, it comes up to $1,458. Yes. I got it. So they say that you need a master cylinder and a booster. You need brake fluid and a brake adjustment. And then they wanted to road test it. And there's disposal fees. And all of that's $1,450. Yes. The lady, I, and I called the lady afterwards when this came to my attention. And I said to her, what was it that made you leave? And she says, well, first of all, they were nice to me. But she said they told me that the parts were special order. So I needed to pay for everything in advance. So they made me use put $1,400 on my credit card or something like that. Yeah, the whole entire part, the whole bill they made her prepay for. Okay, $1,458.16. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they told her the parts were special order. Yes. So the lady drove around for a while and was kind of conflicted. And she said to me, it's kind of a mother's intuition. Something just isn't right. So she takes it to, well, first of all, she calls another shop and they say, well, we'd like to see it, but we think we could beat that estimate handily. We could do that. Then she takes it to another shop, and that shop looks at it. They end up doing the repair for um, $668. So that's a $790 difference between shop one and shop three. Mm -hmm. Now, to be fair, shop one bid the brake booster and the master cylinder and shop two said you did not need the brake booster mm -hmm. so and and there is no evidence of brake fluid inside the brake booster you don't have any symptoms for a bad brake booster and we don't want to replace the booster and third of all this the third shop said none of these parts are special order mm -hmm. they're all available all over town so the shop does it for 668 the master cylinder was 555 dollars the, the brake fluid flush was 113 and the out-the-door price was 668 Again, $790 savings. So then I call her back and I say, how much time did you spend from the time you left until the time you got your car fixed? She said, I spent just under two hours. I spent talking to the first shop. I went to the second shop. I got an estimate for them. She says, and then after that shop fixed it for 668 I went back to shop number one and said, I already had it fixed. Would you credit my credit card? Mm -hmm. And so they did, in fact, credit her credit card, $1,400. So I'm talking to her, and we're having a lighthearted conversation. Mm -hmm. And I said, so what do you think? How, many, how much time do you have in, in making, getting these two estimates? And she says, less than two hours. And I said, what does your husband think about this? And she says, well, he's, he's pretty proud of me. And I said, well, I want to look at it quite different than you're looking at it. You got $790 worth of savings and you got two hours. That's 400 bucks an hour. I want you to ask your husband, Mark Salem wants to know if he's ever made $400 an hour. And I <laughs> thought she was going to die laughing. <laughs> and I said, now, of course I'm teasing you, but I'm driving home this point that what you did was really very good. Mm -hmm. You saved $800. Your car is fixed. There's no question about that. And you found out a lot of things that will help you as a female kind of going forward. Yeah. Going forward in mm -hmm. the car, in the area of car repair. Mm -hmm. Anybody, now let me ask you a question. You've been around since you were 10 mm -hmm. and you're what? 14, 15. Yeah. Now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and have, have we ever asked for a complete deposit of a complete job. No. Now, 
if a customer, let me clarify that, mm-hmm. if a customer's brand new and there's a special order part, we will ask them to just pay for the special order part in advance. Yeah, typically on any special order parts, we have them prepay for the part only. Only, not yeah. the whole ticket. And mostly because those are not returnable, usually, typically, a special order part is. Now, if the customer, I found a customer the other day that had 417 as his number, worth 38000 mm-hmm. He wouldn't have had to pay for his special order part because he's coming back. And, and we can look at how long they've been a customer mm-hmm. of ours, and our software gives us that analysis. But new customers and special order parts, we're just doing our best to protect us. Yeah. And, and they understand that mm-hmm. because I don't know if anybody's ever said no. But this was an interesting thing because when she went back to get her money, um, the guy said to her from the shop, he looked at the bill for the repair, and he said, well, I could have beat his master cylinder price by $200. And she said to herself, <laughs> you could have beat his master cylinder price when you had the chance to bid this. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason for now all of a sudden for you to say, well, I could have beat his part price by $200. And in reality, their master cylinder price on here, actually, they, they show a master cylinder of $215. Oh, that's take it off and put it back on. They don't really show the parts. Mm-hmm. It's not broken down. It's there. not broken down enough. But the the parts are eleven hundred dollars and the labor is two fifteen. Mm-hmm. So Lou is your first caller, Lou. And so that's kind of the conversation that yeah. they had. So anyway, it's folks, it's a good idea when the what's what's the number they should bid? What's the number's gonna benefit them from a bid? As far as if they're getting an estimate, what kind of what dollar amount yeah. estimate should they bid? Gosh, I don't know. I mean I would 500 600 700 and, I, and, and up i would have said six to eight because yeah. i had my number ready before i asked you six yeah. to eight hundred now you can't call around to get yeah. an estimate there's too much information on the car we need yeah and the simple stuff i mean spark plugs things like that that's pretty simple to bid but when you know you're you've gotten estimate for shocks and struts and strut mounts and all sorts of stuff i mean they're just it's all over the board it's just so hard to tell somebody over the phone but more important than that they can take it to another shop and just hand them the estimate and say what of this do I need and if I do why and if I don't why yes because nine times out of ten you know we we see stuff whether it's our shop or a different shop you know that is the two shops don't agree upon that's needed right well this is a good example Mm -hmm. this shop wanted to sell them a booster and the second shop said no. Yeah. The second shop said, you do not need a booster. You don't have the symptoms for the booster. And the, what happens is the master cylinder is attached to the brake, the power brake booster. When the master cylinder leaks fluid into the power brake booster, it will cause its demise. Yeah. But in this case, the back of the master cylinder was dried. There was no fluid in the booster. And shop number two says, we're not changing the booster. Yeah, that that's kind of a good way to just kind of cover all your bases by doing the master and the booster and that, all in one shot because... You know, you do see that from time to time, but that's just kind of a cover in your bases, but not in the customer's best interest by any means. And, and you're right. The, the, that's the shop said that. He said, you're probably going to have to go to shop. And shop number one said, you're going to have to go back to shop number two. And shop number two is going to have to do that booster. Mm-hmm. So she says, what do you think shop number two is going to do? And I said, the duplication of labor is so minimal. I'm sure that they'll probably no charge the labor and put the booster on. But remember... He never took it off. He was bidding. He thought the leak would be in the booster, mm-hmm. and he was bidding the booster. Did he tell you that? 
No, he didn't. Okay, well, he could have said, once we pull the master off, we might find that it's dry, and in that case, I'm not going to do the booster. Yeah. That's not what happened. Yeah. So it's just kind of that dynamic. Yeah, and I think, too, you know, sometimes... Lou is your first caller? Lou. Sometimes prepping the customer for possibly a worst-case scenario is better than getting in, selling them a master, getting in there, and then say, then the booster, finding out the booster is bad, and then calling them for another X amount of hundreds of dollars to do the booster. I agree. So I agree. Sometimes but you can do that both well. ways. Yeah. Hang on just a minute, Lou. We're going to get to you. You can do that both ways. On the short side, you're going to be 700 mm-hmm. On the high side, you're going to be 1100 Yes. And we don't know till we get in there. But I want you to hear 7 on the low and 11 on the high. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Good morning, Lou. How can we help you this morning? Yes, yes. good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, 1996 uh, Plymouth Voyager. transmission is low on fluid because you talked about an abrupt stop which the fluid goes forward and the transmission then sucks air and then it goes in and out of gear as opposed to a nice gentle stop where it probably doesn't happen if I were you I would take it someplace and have them add check the transmission fluid if anything I would add a quart to the transmission regardless of where it's at and I think that will take care of your problem but you described perfectly a low fluid level problem in your transmission because you talked about a sudden stop and the transmission going in neutral and back into gear and back and forth. That means it's cavitating. The transmission is sucking air, then fluid. Sucking air, then fluid. Check the transmission level. I think I'm 80% right. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Got a car question? Give us a call. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
I'm Tom Brown with Mike Alia, and I've given testimonials for Benefit Air from my own personal experience, but I'm not the only one praising you guys. Here's an email to you from another happy customer who had a thermostat issue. Mike, I'm Steve Simmons. Kyle said he told you about the mix-up I had on the thermostat and that I bought the wrong one, not knowing about that two-stage stuff. To make a long story short, I am happy. I think Kyle did a great job resolving a tricky situation, and I'll always use Benefit Air from Ken to Mac to Kyle. All you guys are a pleasure to work with. Boy, that says it all, Mike. How do you get these great results? Well, Tom, we carefully select and take very good care of our employees, and that translates into great customer service. Happy employees make for happy customers, and we like to keep both for a long time. Good philosophy, Mike. Thanks, Tom. To find out how you can experience great customer service, call Benefit Air today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229. Or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of choosing Benefit Air. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem and let me take just a minute to tell you about Larry Harker's Auto Repair. They've been a trusted name in auto repair in the Phoenix area since 1967. Larry Harker's Auto Repair has fast, affordable service from auto electrical work to brake service to auto emissions, vehicle maintenance. But what Bob and Ellen really do the best is diagnosis on both foreign and domestic cars. They have the equipment to repair and they have the skill to diagnose. Bob has diagnosed a couple of cars and trucks in the last year or so that have befuddled and the and the repair has escaped many other shops. He is certainly within the top three or four diagnosticians this valley has to offer. So if you're looking for a shop that can really fix just about anything, 
then Larry Harker's Auto Repair at 38th Avenue and Indian School would be a place I would start. If you live in that area and you don't have a repair shop for oil changes and tire rotations, I would suggest you stop there and see how you like Bob and Ellen, because I think you'll find that both of them are really good people. That's Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Let's go to the phones. Uh, the phone button number, by the way, is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Alex, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Mark. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, so what's happening with my car? I have an O2 Honda Civic EX, and it runs just fine. doesn't make any weird noises when I'm driving it, but when, when it's sitting for a little while, I... I'll go to start it, and it sort of sounds like it's kind of laboring to start. Like uh, when I crank the engine, it, it you know it'll go and then it'll kind of just stop for just a split second, and then it, it and then it starts. Does that make sense? Well, so what you're saying is, is it cranks and doesn't catch, or that when it cranks, it makes an unusual noise, and then you let go of the key and you hit it again, and then it cranks normally. Which one of those? Uh, well, what I do is I turn it on so the, the air starts going, Okay. and that's usually what I do, and when I do that for a little while, it seems to start a little faster, but when I don't do that for, like, longer than three seconds, and it, it kind of just, uh, it, it's not making a funny noise, it just sounds like it kind of, it labors the start, kind of. Okay, so when you're cranking, we're talking about cranking it over, right? That you're talking about the ruh, 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 right? Yeah. Okay, so does it change intensity or does it change speed that's what I'm struggling with intensity okay so sometimes does it go something like that uh no it goes more like and then it starts like there's a split second where it kind of just doesn't it doesn't start sounds like kind of like an extended crank yeah so what you're saying is is that it cranks over longer before the engine catches Yes? Yeah. Okay. But, but if he turns the key to the on position and lets the air blow for okay. a, a little bit, then it will start up normally. Is that what you're saying? Most of the time. Okay. Well, I think you hit the nail on the yeah. head, Andy. What happens is is that you have an electric fuel pump in the tank. We need to maintain pressure in your system all the time, 24 hours a day. When you turn the key on, like you turned it on for the air to blow, what you're doing is firing up the fuel pump for about three or four seconds. So if you park the car at night, and let's pretend you have a fuel leak somewhere. It can be in the check valve in the tank. It can be the fuel pressure regulator, or you could have an injector that's dripping. But one thing or another, in the morning when you go to start the car, the fuel pressure is not where it's supposed to be. So let's say it's at zero, and it should be 40. 40 PSI. So when you hit the key, the fuel pump runs for three seconds, and if the computer doesn't see the car start, it just shuts it off. Well, what you're doing is, is when you turn the key to the on position, that three seconds, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, the fuel pump is pressurizing the system. So when you hit the key, boom, it starts right up. So you have a leak in the fuel check valve in the tank, in the fuel pump check valve, or the fuel pressure regulator is leaking, or one of your injectors is leaking. So that should be something. Now, here's how you test it. For the next couple mornings, forget the air conditioning on, stick your key in, and crank it. And I'll bet you have extended cranking. 
Okay. Yep. It cranks over. Then the next three mornings, I want you to stick your key in and just turn it to the on position where the dash lights light up. And I want you to count to three, then turn it off, turn it back on, count to three, turn it off. And the next time you hit it, boom, it's going to start right up. And if that's the case, I've a, diagnosed yeah, it right. You've got a fuel fuel issue. That makes uh, sense? It, it does. I actually took it for a diagnostic at your shop, and they told me that they found exactly what you were describing, but I didn't know that had anything to do with it. So, uh, okay. yeah, you're just perfectly right then. Well, that and the reason is is <laughs> is when you lose fuel overnight, when you lose fuel pressure, it's kind of like a tire going flat overnight. You got a leak. Well, I know your Honda Civic pretty well, and so do my guys. So there's only three places that's going to leak. So we have to determine if it's the tank or if it's a fuel pressure regulator. And really, if the fuel pressure leg- regulator is going to be a, a, a simple test that might cost $35, $42. So you're going to look at that. On your injectors, we need it overnight because we're going to listen to it and see if there's black smoke out the tailpipe. And we're going to look at the colors of the spark plugs to see which cylinders run in rich, and that'll tell us which injector is leaking. So there's a little bit of diagnostics that needs to go on, but hopefully they treated you good. And if not, I'm sitting next to the girl that can whip them into shape. So if you have anything bad, <laughs> tell me now. No, everything was good. I had a good time. All righty. All right. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you. 602-508-0960 if you have a car question, we'll do our best to give you the best advice we can, irregardless of who makes the money on the deal. And Alex was nice enough to uh, to tell us that at the end. Yeah. But I'm glad that our stories matched. Yeah. And, and really and truly, we've been in business a long time, so our stories are going to match. Yeah. Thank you very much for that, Alex. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Medved. Trump is not anti-Semitic. This is something that is in my blood, and I feel very personally. And it is sickening to me that for political reasons, that Trump is being attacked on this basis. Trump has members of his family, for goodness sake. One of his top aides is not just Jewish, but is a religious Jew. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at 1 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Make plans now for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure to the Holy Land. The Stand with Israel Tour is happening this fall. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on a nine-day trip to Israel that will offer you timely insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. In the context of Jerusalem's 50-year anniversary, experience the Western Wall, modern Tel Aviv, the Dead Sea, and much more, all in the comfort and safety of first-class accommodations. For trip details, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. When I have an asthma 
attack. I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The bitter divisions in American life currently stem from politics as much as from differences in race, religion, or economic status. Even tightly connected subgroups endure internal conflicts over President Trump and his policies. Jewish Americans, for instance, represent less than 2% of the national population, but that community includes some of Trump's harshest critics, as well as members of his staff and family and some of his strongest supporters. Any serious effort to unify the country must proceed one group at a time, and a good place to start would be rejection of absurd charges that the president himself is any sort of Jew hater. As Israel's visiting prime minister accurately observed, Mr. Trump has a long, unmistakable history of support for the Jewish people. Even if he fumbles questions on anti-Semitism at press conferences, his actions speak louder than any clumsy words and deserve acknowledgement from all friends of Israel. I'm Michael Medved. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting here next to me is Andy Salem, and we're here talking about car repair. Bob is our next caller. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange, probably the longest transmission shop in the Valley under the same ownership and been around since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic experts. They've gone to the next level because they've purchased a machine that tests your transmission before they put it back in your car to eliminate them having to take it back out if there's a leak or if it's not operating properly. That saves you time and money, and it certainly saves them time and money. So if you live in Central Phoenix, Automatic Transmission Exchange, we call it ATE, is located at 40th and Washington. They're open on Saturdays from 8 to 12 for your convenience, and they're happy to drive your car with you and comment and try to diagnose it right then, right there, as long as you can make it happen for them to feel and hear. Again, that's Automatic Transmission Exchange. Bob, good morning to you. How can I help you? Morning. Hey, you know what my pet peeve is when I get my car worked on is when I pick my car up and my seat and my mirrors are all out of adjustment. You think justified that I should expect to get my car back with the seat and mirrors adjusted correctly? I think I can speak for most shop owners, and we would very much like to know that that's an issue. And we would very much like to look at your past repair orders and see if there's a common denominator with respect to technicians. Because all of us recognize the real negativity associated with messing your, with your mirrors and messing with your seats. And there is no problem 
with learning how to look down at the seat and pick a marker on the seat. The front of the seat is next to this screw on the sill plate. I have longer legs, so I'm only going to move the seat backwards, and then when I'm done, I'm going to move it forward and put it back. And as far as mirrors concerned, unless they're out there driving your car for 20 minutes, we shouldn't really need to mess with your exterior mirrors, uh, unless, of course, your technician is extremely short or extremely tall, but he still has a rearview mirror, and most of our test drives are a half a mile or less. So I, I would think that you could do that in a nice way. I, I would think that you could do that. Now, is this a, a chain store, an independent shop, or a dealership? Yeah. Which yeah, one? I just thought I'd throw it out there. But yeah. Okay. It, it, I mean, who are you going to talk to? Because at the dealership, it's different than a chain store. In a chain store, it's different than an independent garage. And, and my point is, independent garage is going to be owned by the guy there, the guy or the wife there. The chain store is going to have a manager that probably comes and goes every couple of years, so you might want to write the chain store home office in a nice way. And if it's the dealer, you got to get to the service manager, and and he'll make him him or her will make a, a note in your file, and then that will translate on the repair order to everybody involved in your car. Yeah. All righty. All right. Thanks. You betcha, Bob. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Have you heard that complaint about us in a while? Um, not not in a while. I mean, I have I have heard it sometimes when we, you know, have a couple of little ladies that are shorter and mm -hmm. so they've got their seat pulled way forward and I mean, sometimes it's hard for the guys to even get in the seat, you know, with oh, it that that, that close to the steering wheel. Um, so I mean, we run into that and you know, it's hard to get them right back to where they should, but I'm sure there's if, always times. Yeah, if I think the answer is, is that the seats, most of them are six-way. Mm -hmm. We really just need to slide it backwards back. yeah. and, and leave the the back and the seat from the yes. tilt appropriate. Yes. Um, and, and you're right, not too long ago, I got into a car. Um, I was going to pull it around for one of the techs. And I couldn't even get in the car. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even get one leg in and get my butt in because my knee was hitting the steering wheels. Then you've got so many different parameters. So now we're going to lift the steering wheel to get our other knee in. Then we're going to move the seat back. So now we've messed with the steering wheel and yeah. the seat. <laughs> and, and then if we have to go out on the freeway because we have a vibration, then we have yeah. uh, more problems. I don't think mirrors and stuff, uh, you know, you mess with too often at all yeah no, you're uh, right. radio if anything i think maybe shut it off as if you know you're like me and like to blare it loud <laughs> yeah well and, and you're right about that um another hard part is the radio yeah especially if you change the channel to some rock and roll channel yeah, I or some if anything heavy maybe metal. just you know press it off but then it should be pressed back on and just leave it how you found it but I was in a truck the other day, and I couldn't figure out how to shut it off. Really? Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to shut it off. You had to push two buttons at the same time, the owner told me. Oh, wow. So the unicorn's that way. Oh. It has a stupid radio in it that it took me forever to figure <laughs> out. So, I, you know, I don't know. And, and, and from a, a, from a, a, a bigger point of view, um, l last week we, we had a truck come in that had the most unusual symptoms that I personally have ever heard in all my life. And uh, we gave it to Eddie, um, our lead technician. And and you know that I was betting against him because so many other people had been involved in that truck. Mm -hmm. And and the parts that had been replaced were in the thousands of dollars. Yeah, I mean, the... the... <laughs> 
notes on what has been replaced, checked, swapped, this or that was a page and a half long. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and I said to him, I don't think you're going to be able to fix this, but I want you to give me, it's another shop, mm -hmm. and I want you to give me a little bit of time on this. So it is true that I think he had a, a bill of six hours. Mm -hmm. But folks, this is what he found. The oxygen sensor on the car had the, the, the signal wire that talks to the computer is only supposed to talk from zero to one volt. And somehow or another, this wire was talking six volts to the computer. The computer, when it looked at six volts, is thinking that the engine is being flooded with fuel. So the computer quickly starts turning the faucet off. Turn, turn, close, close, close. Pretty soon, the car is idling normal, but pretty soon, the car is going to slowly die a death as the fuel is shut completely off. So Eddie worked on that thing, and he did not know about the 6-volt because the scanner he was using has only the capability to see from 0 to 1 volt. Mm -hmm. And through the grace of God, he decided to actually go down unplug the oxygen search, which by the way was brand new, mm -hmm. and talk to it. Say, what are you sending to the computer? Mm -hmm. Well, the oxygen sensor is sending 0.7, but then he looked at the signal wire going to the computer, and that son of a gun had 6 volts in it. So now he knows the situation. So he calls me and he goes, I know what's going on. This thing, it thinks that fuel is being poured in with a fire hose, and it's shutting off the fuel until the engine dies. I know, but I don't know how to fix it. I said, well, what do you want to do? He says, I, run a, I want to run a brand new wire from the computer to the oxygen sensor, but I'm going to run it just outside the car. Otherwise, I'm going to open up the hood, connect the wire. I'm going to cut the wire to the O2 sensor. I'm going to connect a wire there. I'm just going to run it across the windshield and down underneath the driver's side and connect it. Mm -hmm. And he says, then that way I'll know. She calls me back about two hours later, and he goes, cha-ching, <laughs> it's fixed. <laughs> so I said, okay, what are you going to do now? And he goes, well, now I'm going to put that wire in a loom. And he says, I think I'm going to go back and try to find out where that connection is, where, where we're getting six volts on that circuit. And I said, no, we're not. You drive that truck, and if everything else is normal, the dash lights are on, it doesn't have any codes, the computer's talking, it's idling good, we don't care where this connection is made because we're going to abandon that circuit. So I want you to disconnect both ends of that wire harness, of those two wires, disconnect them and cut them, then put your new wire in, but I want you to run it in the same loom area. Yeah. And he did, and the truck was fixed. And the, sim the symptoms were uh, when warm, it surges, correct? Because well, we didn't really say that. No, his symptoms were when it was in open loop, when it was cold, it idled oh, perfectly. Yes. Once it went into closed loop where the computer takes control of fuel and spark delivery, it would idle and then it would go and die. Okay. And there was nothing you could do. You could hear the computer trying to control the fuel and trying to control the air, but the computer didn't have a chance. So it took Eddie a while to figure out that the computer was shutting off the fuel. The question then is, why? Yeah. What are you seeing that would force the computer to shut the fuel off? The signal was this. One is, I got quite a bit of fuel. 
the computer is seeing six volts, it's going, my God, it's got a fire hose sticking yeah. in the intake. Yeah. So that's how it works. Bill, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Yeah, hi. I think I'm a little bit crazy, but I was thinking of getting the new Chevy SS. They're not making them after this year. I get it with a manual transmission. Do you think that's a bad idea? You're talking about the truck or the car? Uh, the one made in Australia. So is it the truck or the car? No, it's a car. Okay. So is it front-wheel drive or rear-wheel drive? Oh, you don't know. It's a, the Chevy SS is made in Australia. It's a four-door sedan, rear-wheel drive, with the only engine being available is a 6.2-liter Corvette V8. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I am familiar with the SS because in 1994, 95, and 96, I owned all the colors of all three of those cars. Well, they only I, started making them in uh, 94, though. Excuse me, oh, 2000, 2014 is the first year they made it in oh, Australia. It, it's a very unusual car. I mean, given that it's a four-door sedan, you can get it with a six-speed manual or a six-speed automatic. Okay. Is it, a, is it an Impala-type uh, body with four doors? It's a four-door, but I would not call it a Impala type, but it is a four-door. Okay. Well, I'm telling you, and you can take this to the bank, they would made an Impala SS with a um, five, what, what, that, what that was a hot rod engine in that thing. It was a, it was a LT1. It was a small block LT1 oh. Cor- Corvette motor, 94, 95, 96. So this must be some derivative of that. I you know would... what it, it, it kind of is like is the Pontiac G8. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's that, a smaller. Yeah, that's If you're going to do that, right. I would think that you'd get an automatic. I think you'd be much happier with an automatic. I think that the clutch on the manual and the automatic will both last about the same length, providing you don't abuse either one of them. I don't think there's any financial savings, and unless everybody in your family, wife, your daughters, everybody you know can drive a manual shifter, then you're probably better off with an automatic. And there's a good chance that that might come available with paddle shifters on the steering wheel that would let you put that manual tra- or that automatic in a manual mode and then you could use the paddle shifters on the Two back minutes. side of the steering wheel. I don't know if that's an option you can check yourself. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit upset that they're, they're not going to make it after this year. I'm just wondering what the value is to an orphan after they stop making it. Well, I know the 94, 95, 96 four-door Impalas that had a 140-mile-an-hour spinometer that uh, was just one kind of hot rod and they were made in blood red they were re- made in a green and then they were made in a cherry red uh, well that's the same no, yeah it was a cherry red black oh that's right black and then the green green um i know those cars today are almost w- as worth as much as they were when we bought them in 94 95 and 96 really so yeah it's a good looking car though Chevy well, you SS had a that, G. yeah i had a g8 that's what it reminds me of um yeah. but it, it's it's really nice looking she's actually pulled it up on her iphone right now so we're both <laughs> looking at it right now so so that's not the car i thought it was but i really think you you'll regret getting a stick shift uh i think you should get an automatic because that was your question all righty yep thank you you're welcome 602-508-0960 we got a minute before the break i might have just found myself a new car (laughs) 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 i thought you you, don't you like your camera i do i do i really like it (laughs) well your camry is what a v6 yeah and it has really fancy tires and wheels yeah. And it's white with dark windows. Mm-hmm. And I understand it's kind of fast. Between you and your brother, you've made it kind of fast? Yeah, it's it's 
has some a couple horses. Why are you why are you stuttering? <laughs> you know why? It's because neither one of you will tell your old man exactly what you did to hot rod your cars. No, Alan wouldn't. I had to find the repair order before he'd make my Dodge as fast as his Dodge. I was driving your Dodge this morning, and yeah. let me tell you, that thing rides nice. For <laughs> I looked down and I was doing a little bit faster than I should have. Yeah, she's driving my one-ton dually six-wheeled Dodge. And, uh, and it does ride good. It Alan did a wonderful nice. job wow. on the suspension. 602-508-0960. We've got another hour to talk cars. You're welcome to join us. This was a paid program and was provided for informational purposes only. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.